TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. Keep those texts rolling in, 913-586-7610. I got my boy Drew Nixon across the glass from me. Uh, this offseason, the Chiefs are going to have a lot of very difficult decisions to make. I uh, had a very difficult decision to make on a flight last week to Las Vegas. So I was actually coming home from Las Vegas, so I already... When to come back? Or? I, was, I was coming home. I was com- coming back. I was a little groggy, and I was on Southwest, so I, I had my, my choice of seat, essentially, and I walked by the front row, and there's a middle seat open, but the guy next to the window doesn't have his shoes on, and I'm like anti-foot fetish guy. I'm disgusted by feet. They're terrible, and I'm like, I don't know about that. The only other seat was the next to the back row. So I have to go all the way to the back of the airplane. Okay. And it was an aisle seat. What would you have done? I would have taken the aisle seat. So I probably should have. I decided, you know <laughs> what, I'll, I'll go with I'll go with the guys. Here, here's the worst problem. So by the time that the flight had taken off, this gentleman had already fallen asleep and moved his foot over into my airspace where he was, like, on top of mine. So – we got about th- – I thought about not saying anything because I don't like talking to people on a flight. Yeah. But when I said something, dude, I, I kind of I kind of went Travis Kelsey. I kind of freaked out on him. I'm not going to lie. I, I can understand I you. I kind of lost my stuff. You should have seen the look on this gentleman's face the last 45 minutes of the flight. He did not want to make any sort of eye contact with me. That's on him, though. That's not on me. Correct. Dude, come on. Correct. You're going to get on a flight, and first thing you do is take your shoes Pop off. Your shoes off. And then uh-uh. you – no shoes, no socks. Uh. No shoes, no socks. What's the matter with you? We live in a society here, people. Um, All right. You've been waiting for it. It is now time for today's Levine's List. We've been talking about the Kansas City Chiefs and just how dangerous they are once they get to the playoffs. Based on my text line, not a lot of people have a lot of faith. I asked, text me in how many games you think the Chiefs win in the playoffs. So in theory, the answer could be either one. Well, it could be zero. Yeah. One, two, three. Or if they win all of them, win the Super Bowl, we have another parade. Four. What do you think the most common answer we got was? Uh, most common was zero. Zero or one. Say. Zero or one. Like it sounds like either we're really spoiled or people are losing their faith. How confident am I in the Chiefs once the playoffs come around? Here's my list. Number ten, the Dallas Cowboys. If you would have asked me this 
three weeks ago, like right around Thanksgiving time, I would have said the Cowboys are legit. I would have said that something has changed and they're for real. And you know what? I would have been an idiot. I would have been flat out wrong. They're going to make the playoffs, but does anybody really think they have a chance? Hell no. Number nine, you can get this team right now at 66 to one to win the Super Bowl. Rush to Hollywood Casino's new sports book and put down that bet on the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams are for real, dude. Okay, maybe not for real, but they're scary. If they get in, navigating your way through the NFC. Seems wide open now. Almost. Both sides seem wide open, for being honest. True, yeah, true. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, Baltimore is the best. But is Baltimore so dominant that we'd be surprised to see them lose, get upset early on the playoffs? No. They're, yeah. they're, they're the best, but they're not great, right? They haven't been there, done that before. They're not as good as the Chiefs have been the last couple of years where – you kind of got that Mike Tyson thing going before you even play the game. You're scared of them. Baltimore's scary. They're the best, but they're not unbeatable, I don't think. We'll get to Baltimore here in just a second. The Rams, though, they get in. They get a nice path. I'm telling you, that team, think about it. Matthew Stafford playing better than he ever has. A couple of really good wide receivers. The running game has been top five yep. all season. I'm not saying that that's the greatest show on turf. Defense is stepping up. They could win a game or two in the playoffs. At number eight, the Cleveland Browns. My name is Cleveland Brown. It sounds crazy even having them in any sort of a top 10 list. Dude, to be if things break perfect for I them, know, I know, they could still. be the one seed. They could win the division. They could be the one seed if everything breaks perfectly right for the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> and look, they're going to win their last two games. They got the Jets tonight on Thursday Night Football. Yeah. So, and their defense is legit. We keep talking about the Chiefs defense. How far can they take them? Here's a stat that I saw the other day about the Cleveland defense. It's weird. The Cleveland defense is the number one ranked defense at home. And they're the next to last ranked defense on the road. So if you got to play Cleveland in Cleveland, yo, they might have Joe Flacco, Bernie Kozar, Deshaun Watson, whoever the quarterback <laughs> is of that team, Tim Couch. They might, they might win a game or two, but you're right. It sounds weird saying the Cleveland Browns without Nick Chubb. Kevin Stefanski is your coach of the year. We'll get, we'll get to that a little bit later on the show. We do better mm. to forget it. How can you not give that guy coach of the year? No Nick Chubb. At this point. Joe Flacco, toughest division in football. Hand that guy the award. And I love Dan Campbell, but come on. It's between those two, I think, for sure. But I think Stefanski definitely has the edge. D'Amico Ryan's job in Houston. Was going really well, but I, they, they've hit a little bit of a stumbling block since C.J. Stroud went down. I think he's fallen out of the... Being a favorite still, or anything. Still going better than expected. Like, oh, no, no, true. Yeah. They're still alive for the playoffs. Eight and seven. I'd say he finished third. He'll finish third. They're over under at the beginning of the year. Five and a half. So. Yeah. Not too shabby. Um, Number seven. Most dangerous team once the playoffs come around the Philadelphia Eagles. At the beginning of the year, mm. they were the co-favorites. It was them and the Chiefs that everybody believed in. Thought they were going to get back and see each other again. Everybody was loving Jalen Hurts. For a while, he was the favorite to be the MVP. You want to talk about bad body language from the Chiefs? Same thing in Philly. These two teams, they both got a Kelsey. They both got a quarterback that's upset right <laughs> they now. They both have a Swift. They both got a Swift. There you go. They're both underachieving. They're both in the Super Bowl last year. Which of those two teams do you think has a better chance of getting right once the playoffs come around? You think it's the Chiefs or you think it's the Eagles? Like, who's further away from what we thought they were supposed to be? Be honest. I think Philly's got a better chance of fixing it. But I think that, that comes down to Jalen Hurts being healthy, which we don't know. I... I don't know if he's going to be fully healthy in the playoffs. 
So maybe maybe it's the Chiefs then. I it just feels like Philly could fix their problems quicker than the Chiefs can. It feels like yeah. the Chiefs have a lot of issues. The Chiefs are in like a it feels like the beginning stage where you've had a really good relationship with your girl for years. Your girlfriend, your wife, your boyfriend, whatever it is. And then once it starts to get kind of ugly, it starts to crack kind of quick, right? She stays out at night. She's not calling as often as she used to. <laughs> it feels like that's the stage we're at with the Chiefs. Now, I'm not saying there's a divorce imminent by any means. I'm just saying that it just doesn't feel – it's not the honeymoon that it was. Sure. We were in the longest honeymoon between any fan base, quarterback, and football team, not named the New England Patriots, ever. They had a really long honeymoon with Tom Brady. They did. Right? Like, that lasted a while. Uh, he was good at the beginning. He was good at the end. <laughs> and in between, they were doing a lot of good things. Besides that, we've had a pretty good honeymoon here in Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes. Maybe that's starting to just wear off just, just, just a little bit. Just a little bit. 913-586-7610. At number six, most dangerous team once the playoffs come around. And I don't know if I have this team ranked high enough. The Detroit Lions. Of all the teams in the NFC, you could argue now their schedule hasn't been as difficult because their division's not as good, but they've been the most consistent team, right? Philly yeah. got off to a really good start. They've been average. Dallas got off to a pretty good start. They've been meh. There was that point in the year where San Francisco, they had a bunch of injured players, but they lost back-to-back-to-back games. The Lions in the NFC are that one team that you either love them, you watched them on hard knocks, you're going to put your money on the long shot, or you're like most of us that go, they're the Lions, right? Same thing goes the same about the Browns. That's what yeah. we think. And then the Super Bowl's going to end up the Lions and the Browns, and we're all, all of our heads are going to explode. <laughs> yeah. Here's my top five most dangerous team once playoffs come around. Number five, the Miami Dolphins. Part of what makes them dangerous is they're going to have at least a home game, if not two home games, and they're good at the crib, right? Only lost Very one, good, one yes. game. So I think that Miami is a dangerous football team the way the circumstances are playing out. I got them at number four. I'm sorry, at number five. At number four, the Buffalo Bills. Now, last time I checked, to be dangerous in the playoffs, you have to make the playoffs. I think they do. And once they get in, think about it. For a team that at that point will have been playing essentially playoff games for three weeks, a month, a month and a half. What do they care if they have to go on the road to Kansas City? Look at some of the wins that they've had the last few weeks. You really think they're intimidated to go to a place where the Chiefs are 500 at home against the quarterback that's playing? They're not. I just wonder what the line would be. I wonder how Las Vegas would handle that. If in a few, that's that's going to be the most interesting playoff case study as far as gambling lines go ever. Is that ever. if that game happens? I don't know how the odds makers think about it. Chiefs down, Buffalo up. Chiefs at Mahomes. They got Josh Allen. Chiefs at home. Buffalo on the road. We've seen the game earlier this year. Chiefs will be favored, man, but not by a bunch. Probably no. like field goal at the most. Yeah, I think it'll be around that. Couple, two points, something two like and that. A half. Two and a half, maybe three. But it's not an original take, by the way. To say that the Buffalo Bills are a dangerous football team. Thank you, Captain Obvious. They were the favorite to win the Super Bowl heading into last year. Josh Allen was the favorite to win the MVP. They've won the third most games in the AFC behind Baltimore and Kansas City over the last five years. It's not like Buffalo just got to the party. They're the hottest team in the league, you could argue right now. I got them at number four once the playoffs come around. At number three, 
I got the Chiefs. You can t- tell, tell me I'm a homer. That's fine. 913-586-760. That's fine. Be like, who is this idiot? What does he mean the Chiefs are more dangerous than Detroit and Philly and Buffalo? Two words. They don't got him. We do. Patrick Mahomes. And in his career so far, hasn't had to go on the road in the playoffs. But I'm not going to be the guy that comes on and tells you three weeks before the postseason begins that Patrick Mahomes can't put this team on his back, on his right shoulder, win a home game, two on the road, and end up back in Las Vegas. I ain't going to be the guy to tell you that. Now, maybe that's how you feel. Looks like that's how the text line feels, by and large, that the Chiefs aren't going to be able just to flip the switch. And I will happily come on the next time they let me. I will happily <laughs> I will happily come on and I will say I was wrong. The Chiefs could not flip the switch. They were what they were during the regular season. But let me at least see that because if there's any player in the history of football that I think can look average, can have people talking smack on him, can say that he's taking a step back, can say the team is dead, and then the playoffs come around and he looks like Superman and puts up 40 a game for three games in a row, and then we look up and go, we questioned that guy. That guy is Patrick Mahomes, okay? So I still think the Chiefs, once the playoffs come around, are the third most dangerous team in the NFL. Number two. Number two. San Francisco. Number one, Baltimore. I would have had those flip-flopped had the circumstances been different a few days ago, but. Right, yeah, based on how that game went. Yo, Brock Purdy should have literally, they should have brought the MVP trophy out. And when he just had it on the sideline as they were playing the game. It should have started on his sideline, and then uh, he should have had to personally take it and walk it over and hand it to Lamar Jackson <laughs> and then done the walk of shame. You know what I'm talking about. You went to college. Done the walk of uh, shame. I mean, that's what they should have made him do, walk back across the field with his head down, Brock Purdy. Like, I, he was minus 200 to win the MVP going into that game. He's 14-1 to 1 coming out of it. That is what happened. Can you imagine if you drank too much eggnog that night and you had a, re- you had a real bet? on Brock Purdy to be the MVP, and you passed out, and you're, like, waking up to check the score, feeling pretty good. I don't know why you would bet on him to win it, though. Dude, he was the favorite. It's not like it was a I know. unique take. He was the betting favorite to be the MVP heading into last week. Now, maybe you're saying it was fool's gold for people that actually bet on him. It was. He missed two games. Lamar hasn't missed a game yet. That, that, that alone should qualify. should have qualified Lamar to be the favorite. Doesn't it like going into last week? Lamar, the, Lamar Lamar played in every game this year. It's amazing. This NFL season has been as unique as anywhere. Think about what we the public perception, the perception in Kansas City of the Chiefs after the first month, month and a half. It's like, all right, cool. This is about how it's supposed to go. Think about Philly. All right, cool. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what we expected. Yeah. And then a month later, <laughs> they both suck. Their quarterback sucks. Their body <laughs> language sucks. They uh. can't get back. They can't win playoff games. Think about the Cowboys. Just three weeks ago, Dak Prescott was the co-favorite to win the MVP. He sucks. They all suck. Uh, Think about Brock Purdy. Five days ago was the favorite to be the MVP. He sucks. Life comes at you quick, man. I am with you. Uh, I have the Rams at five in my dangerous You have the Rams at five? Yep. Okay. They're hot, and they've been there, done that. They the NFC is more vulnerable. The offense is legit. The offense Super is legit. so good. Where do you have the Chiefs? Uh, I have them at four behind Buffalo. Okay, and, so and San Fran and, and Baltimore. Uh, ours are our top five is pretty much the same. I got Cleveland at ten, 
Philly and Dallas at eight and nine. Okay. All right. So we agree that the Chiefs. Yeah. Still in a still in a decent enough position. Not as scary as Buffalo or Baltimore in the AFC, but everybody else. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think if you look at their competition, that that's part of the reason. Like, do you really trust? Do you really think the Browns? I know it's Joe Flacco and he's been playing great and the defense is really good, but do we really trust them against anybody else? Dude, the Chiefs would be favored to beat them. Yeah, if that comes to, if that situation comes to fruition. Jacksonville Jaguars have not looked nearly like the team I think everybody thought they might be preseason. I think people were like 13 or 14 wins. They play in the AFC South. It's not going to be a problem. They haven't been able to figure it out at all. It's time to have the Trevor Lawrence Trevor conversation. Lawrence hurt, has hurt half the time anyway, Even too. when he's healthy, well, though. Yeah, true, true. I mean, he was that surefire. He was Peyton Manning coming out of college, right? Can't miss. Yeah. And he's missed. And look. The, he's, he's good, but he's not good enough to be the guy that leads your team to a Super Bowl. I think he's average. Not based on NFL quarterbacks. You can lower the music. I think that, I think that he is taken a step back from what he was a year ago. He was awful as a rookie, but you don't really blame that on him because all rookies are supposed to be bad. Urban Meyer was the head coach. coach. Exactly. So like, let's, let's cut him some slack for that one, but it's not like he's taken a step forward. Oh yeah. Well, and the the thing too, real quick to relate this list, this list as it goes to the, by the way, you didn't hear Jackson on this list because they don't belong on this list. They might not even make the playoffs. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Um, the Lions, you brought up Dan Campbell and everything and the coach of the year stuff. Yeah. They lost to the Bears 28-13. Uh, to 13. I'm sure you remember that. I do. A- after the game, he was asked about, uh, and I don't know the, 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 the sound bite, but he was asked about the loss or whatever, and he said, we're going to make sure that this does not happen again. Why doesn't Andy say that in a press conference? Because the next week, the Lions destroyed the Broncos. I know it's the Broncos, but they beat the Broncos 42-17. to 17. The, Bron- the Broncos team that was super hot. At the time, Dan Campbell said after the game, we're going to fix this. I'm not letting it happen again. And they came out and they beat the brakes off of the Broncos. Like, wh- why can't Andy sit in front of the mic and say, we're not going to let this happen. What do you I'm think not that going does? to let it. But, but, what, you think Andy needs to be more like Dan, uh, Dan Campbell? Is that what no, you're saying? I, I think it, it goes back to the, we need to have, we need to be disciplined as a team from Patrick. It, it's Andy. It's Patrick Mahomes. It's Matt Nagy. It's Travis Kelsey. When we aired our grievances, I, you don't think Andy got enough, do you? I'm going to make sure that my team does not mess up like this again and loses to this team, period, point blank. I'm going to get into them. If we got to run, we got to run. Extra, I'm going to make sure. This ain't high school, get, bro. It's a bigger problem than that. But Dan Campbell brings that feel where if he talks in this sort of a way, it's like the B enemy thing. Like, he's going to grow you, and but he's doing it from a place of love and – a place that wants to make you better. Drew, I feel like Where, I'm in a bizarre world right now. We're saying Andy Reid needs to be more like Dan Campbell. The Chiefs need to act more like the Lions. Instead of saying we need to be better every single week and it and it's the same thing. That's not the problem. There are a million problems, but I don't think that's it. I think it's part of it because there's no there's no di- discipline of you're you're going to be held responsible for this, and as a result, that we're just going to keep like there needs to be a point where, and it's not going to happen because it hasn't come to this point. Where people would say, and I've only been here for four months, but people would say Eric Bieniemy's on the sideline grilling people and getting in people's faces. You see none of that from Matt Nagy. You see none of it from really Patrick Mahomes, except for last week in the Raiders game, the offensive line, he did it, and they played a little bit better afterwards. But there's none of that vocal, let me get in your face, figure it out sort of thing that we see. And I, I don't know if we, if we need to see it or if it's even being done at all whatsoever, but it just seems like everybody, well, he's fine. 
we're we're going to be all right. We need to just keep on working. And that's been the motto. Might well, as well be, the, the team motto this year might as well be keep on working. Because that's all they've said. At this point, saying it, trying it to change things. It's, it's done nothing. Can't really do much. That's why I keep saying, does anybody believe that the Chiefs can just flip the switch once the playoffs come around? I hate to tell you, your only hope as Chiefs fans, and this could happen, but if you want to get back to Las Vegas, if you want to get back to a Super Bowl, if you want to have another parade, it's going to be the defense, which is crazy because since Patrick Mahomes has been here, that would be pretty far down the list. But I think you can pretty much start on that side of the ball. It's going to be the defense because let's say the defense doesn't do their job one week. Let's say they go out there and they give up 32, 35, 38 to an opponent. This is not the Chiefs a few years ago that they could put up 50 on the reg. Yeah. So the defense, we got to start there and say if the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, it has to start on that side of the ball. And then as far oh, as yeah, it does. And then as far as offense goes, Mahomes, once the playoffs come around, tuck, run the ball a little bit, and the Chiefs are going to have to run the football. That's just that's just what it comes down to. I know that we've gotten really used to when you've watched the Chiefs the last few years, it's felt like you took a fistful of Adderall and you're watching your TV. It's like Bing, bing, zing, stuff everywhere. Everything's, it's all fun and lights and bells and whistles. That's not what this offense is. So I think they're going to have to run the football. If Pacheco's healthy, I do think he's the best feature back that Patrick Mahomes has been able to play with. And then this is not going to be original, but I'll say it anyway. Patrick Mahomes has to turn back into the MVP, Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback on planet Earth, not the fifth best quarterback in the league, not a guy that we can say, well, he's not Lamar Jackson this year, but he's right. Not He has to be the best. He has to play better than he ever has before after through three games. The path right now would be a very difficult one. Buffalo, Miami, Baltimore. When I say it out loud, based on what we've actually seen this year from Pat and the boys, do we think they can do it? If your answer you're driving around Kansas City right now is no, I ain't mad at you. It's no, and it's not because of Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes could throw five deep balls that are right in the breadbasket of the receiver, and it is, and he makes no mistakes. But if the wide receivers make the mistakes, they lose the game. Like, no matter, Patrick could play a perfect game, but they still lose because they can't figure it out. The offensive line screws up. Mahomes could be playing great, but if the offensive line doesn't block like they haven't been doing and the wide receivers continue to have the problems, and I don't think Mahomes can just run anymore because... You're going to trust your guys man-to-man because none of the wide receivers can beat him, and you'll spy Patrick Mahomes. And if he runs, you got a linebacker chasing him down or a nickel, whoever. If anybody can take their game to the next level, be perfect, and be the one-man band, the reason why a team is able to go out there and win a Super Bowl, I don't know if anybody can, but if anybody can, his name is Patrick Mahomes. All right, coming up on the other side, we'll play a game of bet it or forget it. Now let's talk a little college football. K-State plays today. MU plays tomorrow. KU already won their bowl game. First time in a long time. First time since 2008. I think the question needs to be asked, which local college football program is in the best shape? A lot more to get to here. Cody and Gold, 610 Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here 
on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Am I the only one who has no idea what day of the week it is? Like, it's somewhere between Tuesday and Friday. It might be Saturday. I don't know. This time of year. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got the holidays. They give us yep. a day off of work. Then you got New Year's coming up. But is it New Year's Day or is it New Year's Eve? What day do I get off? Do I have to be back at work? Now you got football on Thursday and on Saturday. That's what really throws me off. I think that's where it screws me up. Where I'm finally feeling good. Like, I'm an adult. Like, I know what day of the week it is. <laughs> and then I watch NFL come on Saturday and I go back to square one. Anyway. Which is happening again this week. Which is. It's a good game. Detroit on the road against Dallas coming up tonight. We've got New York, New York, the Jets against the Cleveland Browns. How about that? Cleveland Browns looking to go 11-5 and on the season. Technically still alive for that number one overall seed. While we're talking a little NFL, let's play a game of bet it or forget it. Drew, here we go. The Dolphins beat the Ravens coming up on Sunday. Bet it or forget it. Forget it. Uh, the Ravens are hot. I, I know that the, the the Dolphins got a big win against the Dallas Cowboys, and they finally beat an elite team, but I feel like that ends uh, with how good the Ravens have been playing. I'm with you. It does kind of feel like the Ravens have separated themselves a little bit from everybody, but much the same way that we were saying that about San Francisco just a few yeah. days ago, yeah. and then Baltimore made us change our opinion. Our opinion could be changed once again. If Miami puts it on them. Did they win? Did they, win the, the, uh, cl- did they clinch the division if they win that game then? Correct. Yeah, so yeah, so, there's a lot to play for. Oh, tons. The one seed, everything. I mean, I don't know if Tua could still be the MVP unless he goes out there and has nine touchdowns and wins the game by 40 points, but Lamar certainly could lose the MVP. We saw that happen with Brock Purdy just a couple of nights ago where it was his, man. I mean, he already had the spot picked out where he was going to put that at his mama's crib. <laughs> I'm sorry, mama. You got to put something else there. Because there's not going to be an MVP trophy this year or probably any going forward. That was crazy. So, yeah, big game, Dolphins and the Ravens. All right, bet it or forget it. The Lions are going to beat the Cowboys on Saturday night. Yes, the Lions are going to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are are not looking as good. The Lions are motivated after they won the division, trying to keep the momentum going into the postseason. Who do you think is a more dangerous team in the playoffs? Not knowing any of the variables, where the games are being played, who the opponent's going to be, who do you think ends up going further? The Lions or the Cowboys? Uh, I put the Lions as being more dangerous in my list as well as uh, you. It's got to be, right? Has to be. It's got to be. Like, how can anybody watch this Cowboys team and not just see the same old Cowboys? And then you look at the Lions team and you at least say, I don't know. You know, I haven't seen them poop down their leg in the playoffs yet. I've seen Dak Prescott do it four or five different times. I've seen Mike McCarthy do it a handful of times. Let's just see what we got in Detroit. They can end up playing each other, right, in the first round? They could, yeah. That's the thing about Dallas is let's say they have to go on the road and play Detroit. Let's say they have to go on the road and play Tampa for the sake of this conversation. Mm. Do you really think, do you really trust Dak Prescott to go on the road? I'm not saying Baker Mayfield is Joe Montana, 
But I'm also not saying he's that much of a step down from Dak Prescott. I take the Bucks. Am I crazy? You uh, Cowboys nope. aren't winning the playoff game. You're you're not crazy, but I, I also think you're. It, it's hard. I think you're crazy, but you're also not crazy because the Cowboys are so much better of a team. I think talent wise, obviously, and but they're the Dallas Cowboys. So I think I would roll with you and take Tampa, especially because the way the Baker's been playing so well. And the Cowboys defense that was very very good early on has looked a little bit shaky. My dude, if there was ever a year to not look at how talented a roster is, it's this one. It's this one. It honestly, is. look at the look at. Let's go back to Baltimore. Look at their yeah. offense outside of Lamar Jackson. Go ahead and start naming me other really good players. Go ahead. Uh, really good players. Yeah, really good. Uh, like better than above average. I mean, yeah. Zay Flowers, maybe. Eh. And then Isaiah Likely's good, but I don't know if he's a above That's average. He's not, he's not Mark Andrews. True. Yes. That's my point. Yeah. Is that there's not. It's all, it's all Lamar. And so it can be all Pat in the same way. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm just saying. <laughs> 913 586 Seven six ten. Bet it or forget it. Christian McCaffrey's MVP odds right now, four to one. Now, obviously, Lamar's the favorite. And before you answer this, I think it was twenty years ago. I made a bet at a billion to one. Would a white running back ever be named MVP <laughs> of the NFL? And I bet my boy a billion to one, so I can make a lot of money on this one. Four to one odds. Bet it or forget it. Hammer it. Hammer it. He Hammer says. Hammer it. Really? Yes. He should be the MVP. I think he's still. I I need to look up his numbers from that game against Baltimore. Against he went over one 100 of, not a yeah, touchdown. Against one of, if not the best defense, he's the reason why they had a sniff of being even involved in that game. Even when Sam Darnold came in, Brock Purdy lost them that football game. Christian McCaffrey has been there, done it all year long. Without Christian McCaffrey, Brock Purdy's not as good because remember he's throwing some of these checkdowns and screen passes to McCaffrey, who's doing everything else. Dude, Purdy was the... And Adebo. He was the third most valuable player on his own team. What are we doing calling him the MVP heading into that game? You. He ain't Trent Williams. He ain't Christian McCaffrey. He ain't Debo Samuel. Yeah. He, he now, gets saved by those guys. Now, now we're splitting hairs, but even if you could argue that this guy might only be the third or fourth most valuable player on McCaffrey his team. McCaffrey is deserving of the MVP for sure. If they were ever going to give it to a running back, it feels like this would be... This season, and this is not an anti-Lamar take, but if you take a look at Lamar's numbers, even against the last time that he won the MVP. It's a numbers award. I think it's a quarterback award. If you're ever going to give it to a non-quarterback, this would be the year to give it to Christian McCaffrey. All right. How about coach of the year? I think we're on lock and step in this one. Kevin Stefanski right now, you can get at two to one to be the coach of the year. Dan Campbell's the favorite Stefanski, bet it or forget it. I feel like he has to be. Yeah, bet it. I Dude, feel like he has to be. This is free this money. This is free money. Yeah. Now, I'm known to lose a better too, so take my advice if you want. But think about what this guy's been able to do. Let's just start at the very base level. The team he has. The franchise. The Cleveland Browns. All right? The worst. So you start there. Quarterback situation. This offseason, the last couple of offseasons, you could argue that was the worst on or off the field, right? They decided to pay Deshaun Watson at the time more money than any player's ever gotten. What? It's not like he made that decision. That's above him. That's GM and coach. And they're doing better without him. They don't have him. They go to their backup. The backup doesn't work. They go to the third string. That doesn't work. They call Joe Flacco off his mom's couch, and he comes in and wins football games. Oh, by the way. They do have a really, really good player on the offensive side of the ball, Nick Chubb. He's been hurt since the first quarter of the first game. And somehow this team still has a chance to be the one seed. I know. It's amazing. That guy should be the coach. They should name the coach of the year after him. 
Not only should he win the award this year, it should become the Kevin Stefanski Honorable Coach of the Year for the job that that guy has been able to do. I mean, you know, about making water out of wine? That roster sucks. The defense is so good. But again, likewise, they they have a better record than the Chiefs do with a backup quarterback playing. Yeah. In a tougher division. Cleveland's got a better record than Buffalo, a better record than Kansas City, a better record than a lot of these teams at the beginning of the year. Yeah. The people were talking about Cincinnati. But granted, some injuries have bit up to hurt those teams. Sure. All right, bet it or forget it. Antonio Pierce ends up getting the Raiders job full time. I'm going to say bet it because it'd be the Ra- it'd be such a Raiders thing to do. Even though Rich Bisaccia should have gotten it after he was uh, the interim coach. What's he doing now? He is a oh, is he special teams for the Packers? Like, can they make up for their wrong a couple of years ago? Can they call him and no, be like, and bring dude, him back? Seriously, why not? If he was the head coach interim and he won a bunch of games and you thought it'd be a good idea to go hire somebody else, it'd kind of be a slap in the face, I guess, to Antonio Pierce. I think it would be because I think the players like him a lot and the players before liked Rich Bisaccia and they went another way and it didn't work out. I think Antonio Pierce will be. I don't know if he should be, though. He's good, but I think there's better options out there for a team that is looking to just turn their franchise around. Well, I don't Mark know Davis if- sucks. He doesn't know what he's doing. So here, let me give you some free advice. Me and Drew are helping you out here live on 610 Sports Radio. Co-coaches. There you go. Co-coaches. What? You keep Co-coaches? Antonio Pierce. You, you get Rich. What's his name? Basaccio? Basaccio? It's a triple word score in Scrabble. However it you is. say that guy's name. Anyway. Co-head coaches? That'd be, that'd be a first. Well, well, here's the problem with being a head coach in this division. Andy Reid's not going anywhere, at least for a few years, and either That's is true. Patrick Mahomes. So you can talk about Sean Payton taking the Broncos job. I mean, is he ever going to win a division? You can talk about whoever is the next head coach of the Chargers. Does it really matter? I saw the other day. Yeah, it's a good point. Since the year Obama came into office, so 2008, the only two teams that have won this division are the Chiefs and the Broncos. So let's not pretend like this is a new problem for the Raiders or the Chargers. In the back of our mind, or most people, they're like, oh, the Chargers win the division every now and again. Uh, No, they don't. The Chargers, if you just missed what I said, since the year Obama took office, not when he left, since the year he got there, that was the last time that the Chargers Won the division. Was it Coach so, Norv Turner? Got that, me. Is that who it was? Got me. I have no idea. But my point is, being a coach in this division is not great when you have to go up against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. There's a reason why, even though this team, this Chiefs team, is not quite as good as they've been the last couple of years, as long as they win one of the last couple of games, they're going to win the division for the eighth year in a row. So let's not pretend yeah. like anybody's in the rearview mirror and they're getting close. They're not. The Broncos could still technically make the playoffs, but they're throwing in the towel. Talk about throwing in the towel, dude. I know. Talk about throwing in they the towel. They could make the playoffs, but they said no. That went south worse than anybody could have expected with Russell Wilson, but it's also karma. As a Chiefs fan, I remember just a few years ago, Peyton Manning's a free agent. Peyton Manning's the best football uh, quarterback in all the football. He's finally healthy, and he could pick any team. He can go to any team. And he basically handpicks the Broncos. All those head coaches and owners, they were willing to fly to Indianapolis to meet up with him. He flew to Denver, went to the mountains, and he was like, yeah, this is where I want to be. Basically, they didn't have to do anything, and they got Peyton Manning. And guess what? Peyton Manning was awesome until he wasn't. He kind of crumbled right in front of our eyes. But you get my drift, breaking records, going to Super Bowls. That's a hell of a deal. And they thought they were getting again with Russell Wilson. You know what that's called? You know what, my boy? From 
What's that show called? Earl. What's the Earl show called? Every night no, that's at the Raymond. What's Earl show called? My name is Earl. You know he's got the karma list. You ever seen that show? No, I'm I talk not. to myself here. Hello, is this microphone on? You're talking. You're talking to me, but you're teaching me a lesson. You never, I have seen, no my, idea. You never I have... seen my name is Earl. No. Well, this whole the whole. Point, I know what you're talking about, but I've never watched the whole these point shows. of the show is that he's done people wrong throughout his life, and he's got this list, and he's crossing it off one by one. He's okay. making it right. Karma. The Russell Wilson situation is just karma. You guys got a few years ago handed Peyton freaking Manning. Okay. Now you get Russell Wilson. Sorry. Although, man, that's gone pretty, pretty bad. Pretty, Their best bad. draft pick in the last decade or 15 years is Drew Locke, and he's not even on the team anymore. Well, I said earlier, that's why it's so tough to be in this division because the Chiefs are so consistent. Think mm-hmm. about they've had Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes the last handful of years just since then, okay? The Broncos have had five different starting quarterbacks and four different head coaches. The Raiders have had four different quarterbacks, four different coaches, and the Chargers are going to be on their fourth coach, assuming they don't keep the dude that they have now. And the Chargers changed cities, and so did the Raiders. So <laughs> being in this division, if you're not the Chiefs, it ain't easy. Yep. That's Drew Nixon. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levy. We'll keep taking your text, 913-586-7610. Coming up at the top of the noon hour, we are going to be joined, I should say the 1 o'clock hour, we are going to be joined by Paul Charchian of Guillotine League. So, if your fantasy football team is still alive, mine is very much dead. But if yours is still alive, then uh, get your questions in, and we will see if Charge can possibly help you out. Let's switch gears here for a few minutes and get off the Chiefs because the final hour will go all Kansas City Chiefs. The local college football teams this year gave us a lot of excitement for the first time in a long time. And the reason they were able to do that is because each one of them individually got their coaching hire right. How many times have we seen your K-State fan? You got Bill Snyder forever, and then you finally get a chance to hire somebody else, Ron Prince, and you screw it up so bad to the point that Bill Snyder comes back to correct it. I mean, you want to talk about screwing up a hire. The other guy decided he had to come back, okay? Now I'm a KU fan. That's my school. That's my alma mater. We're not the best at hiring head coaches either, right? So you had Mangino. I always said that instead of firing him, they should have named the the stadium after him and built a statue. It would have taken a lot of bronze, but they should have built a statue for that guy. Instead, they go with Turner Gill. They go with Charlie Weiss. They go with Thick Guy. They go with... Les Miles. I mean, dude, they tried everything, and then they finally got their guy in Lance Leipold. So, I mean, it's pretty impressive to think that Kansas tried for that many years, screwed up a decade, and then finally, when things got good, they got really good. Same thing with K-State. Bill Snyder forever. You need to hire one guy. You screw it up. Snyder comes back. You got your guy. I mean, Chris Klein, that was the right hire for that school. And then you could say the same thing about MU with Eli Drinkwitz. Let's go ahead and start there, actually, with MU, because they play tomorrow night in the Cotton Bowl versus number seven, Ohio State. If you just take yourself in your hot tub time machine and go back a year ago, Missouri football fans or otherwise, just people listening right now, they weren't that bad. They lost a couple of flute games that they probably should have won. The ball didn't bounce their way. They didn't get a couple of calls. So I can't say that I'm shocked that they're good this year, but I am shocked that they've got a chance. If everything breaks right, let's say Missouri goes out there tomorrow and puts it on Ohio State. 
Let's say they score early and often. We look up at the end. The scoreboard tells us that it's 52 to 7, Missouri. I think they could finish as high as number five in the country. I think that there's a handful of teams that are going to finish higher than them. Now, it's going to take some weird circumstances where Georgia and Florida State play each other and maybe six, maybe six if everything breaks right. I think Missouri could finish as high as number six this season. I don't care if you're the biggest MU football fan. There's no way you thought that was going to happen. And the future is bright. You're getting some recruits that you probably wouldn't have gotten in the past. The biggest problem for MU is this. Their asses shouldn't have ever left the Big 12 if they want to win anything in football. I get it. They went to the championship games a couple of times right when they got to the SEC. I get it. They were competitive this year. But, man, the SEC is only getting tougher, and the Big 12 is only getting easier. If Missouri was in the Big 12 heading into next year, Missouri would probably be the favorite to win the Big 12. Yeah. Instead, where are they going to be picked when the SEC adds Texas and Oklahoma and has Auburn and Alabama and LSU, I could keep going. You know what I'm saying? So, great year going forward. In terms of making, in terms of what winning the SEC, never, never, that'll never happen. Never happen. Oh yeah, I, no, I'm with you in that. I mean, they, they'll make the playoff. I think Missouri. Yeah. What? We're going to 12 teams next year. Yeah, they're making it. They they would have made it this year. Yeah, they would have made it this year, but they would have never made it in pretty much any other year, even with the expanded playoff. You think next year Missouri makes the playoff? I think they, there's a that should be the expectation. Wow. Okay. All right. If you look at the other programs around them, they're they're not in a stable of shape. LSU not in a stable of shape. Brian Kelly might even leave, depending on who could come calling. Uh, if the rumors are right, he could go Michigan if Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL. Missouri had a lot work. The same thing I was saying about last year when they were a good team, but they didn't catch the breaks. They caught the breaks this year. I know, How long was that field goal they had against K-State, that walk-off? 60? Longer, I think. 63? Keep going. It was no, It was longer. It was 63, I think. Was it? Or 60. It was at least. I don't know. If it, it wasn't an NFL record. Google that for me. Google that for me. I think it was 64. Call my bluff. Maybe it was 63. I don't know. It was long. I lost money on it. I'm still bitter. My point is that Missouri's got a pretty bright future. Let's move on. 61. 61. All right, that's longer than 60. That'll work. Um, Tonight in the Pop-Tarts Bowl, yo, they're just naming bowl games after anybody that's willing to pay at this point. I don't have any money in my account, but if I did, if I had enough, I bet that I could get a sports machine bowl. I don't think it would take that much. How how much do you think Pop-Tarts paid to get this thing called the Pop-Tarts Bowl? And that's not even the most ridiculous name. A few million, at least. There's a Minute Bowl. There's not, but that'd be great if there was, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, tonight, NC State versus K-State in the Pop-Tarts Bowl. I was just saying that Missouri, if they were still in the Big 12 next year, would be the best program and probably the favorite. Is it fair, Drew, to say that K-State is? I think that K-State uh, probably, I mean, you look up and down, it's not Cincinnati. It's not BYU. It's not in these new schools that just joined. It's not Central Florida. Yeah. It's not Iowa State. It's not Kansas. If you're looking at tradition and if you're looking at going forward, there's no reason that K-State doesn't win the Big 12 a handful of times. I think they will be in the top four or five of betting odds early in the season, maybe even top three. I don't know if they're favored or should be favored above Kansas in all seriousness. Well, if we're having that conversation, I mean, if we're talking about Kansas and Kansas State now, Kansas does bring back Jalen Daniels, 
They bring back Devin Neal. They bring back a couple of those wide receivers on the offensive side of the ball. They lose a couple of stars to graduation on the defensive side. What kind of bizarro world are we even living in, though, where we're talking about heading into next year, Kansas and or Kansas State could be competing each other for the Big 12. By the way, they're getting a new stadium also. Don't know if you've seen the renderings for that thing. Very nice. Um... The one problem that I have with it, and I haven't seen it, none of us have seen it, it's just a with, digital rendering. With the rendering you're saying? Is that they tried to get a little too creative with the lights. You see what they oh, did like with the, the lights? Claw, the, I don't, yeah. What'd you call it, a claw? It almost looks like, yeah, a little. You should like, see the hand gesture he's doing right now. He's making a claw, people. Yeah. You're right. It does look like, it looks like a claw game at the arcade. Yeah. Where you put in your 50 cents. I'm, by the way, I'm so good at those. And I'm, Are you? I, my dad is likewise very good at No, this. no, 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 no. I don't know how good your dad is. I'm better. I'm talking okay. about embarrassingly good. Like, like you win every you win literally every single time. No, but I bet I'm I bet I'm forty percent. Depends on the claw. Sometimes you, you meet a claw machine that's like impossible. That's right. Just impossible. But if the claw machine, if anybody can win on said machine, I can win. I bet I'm one of the top ten best claw players in the state of Kansas. In the general region, actually. Okay. Yeah. I've gone on many a date and impressed a girl by saying, hey, I can get you whatever stuffed animal you pick. She picks. I got it. There you go. That's what I'm saying. I got you. That's Drew Nixon. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. So all three local teams in really good shape going forward. I'm trying to remember the last time that we can say that. I'm trying to remember the last time that all three teams go to a bowl game, winning record, positive outlook, players coming back. 2007. Chance to all finish in the top 25. Damn, I think you're right. It's been a while. It's That's been a minute. 16 years on here. Yeah, it's, it's, been. It's, it's been a minute. Cody and Gold here on 610 Sports Radio. We still have an hour and change coming up. We're talking pretty much Kansas City Chiefs the rest of the way. Also, as I mentioned, we are going to bring on Paul Charchi. And so if you're not like me and you're a good fantasy football player and your team still has a chance, good for you. Text us in any questions that you have, and I'll fire those off. At charge, let's take a quick peek at the NFL schedule coming up this weekend, starting off tonight. New York, the I almost called them the Knicks. That's a basketball team. They're the Jets on the road at Cleveland. Cleveland's going to win that game. They're going to win their last game. And we're going to look up and go, what? How? They'll be 11 and five going into the final game of the season. They're going to be 12 and five this year. I'm telling you Detroit at Dallas. Great game. Big game for both teams. New England at Buffalo. Atlanta at Chicago, Vegas at Indy. Vegas still alive. The Los Angeles Rams at the Giants. You and I both like the Rams. Arizona at Philly. You think it's bad here in Kansas City. Now, let them lose to the Bengals. You think it's bad right now in Philly? Let them lose at home to Arizona. Listen, that sounds good to me as a Bengals fan. I mean, that's all right because it keeps the Bengals in a shot of the play. There's a lot to play for in that game. Uh, obviously for the Chiefs, but even for the Bengals as well, playoffs. Plus, they hate the they hate each other. You're not a Bengals fan. You're the Bengals fan. I've uh, I've never met one. I didn't know they existed. I thought they were fake. fake I've never fans? met it. I've, I've never. I am a true Bengals fan. Yes, I don't just say it. I've never met somebody from New Hampshire. I think that place is fake. And I've never <laughs> met a Bengals or a Jaguars fan. I was convinced that they didn't exist. Who knew? We've got the one Bengal fan here. At 610 Sports Ready, New Orleans on the road at Tampa, Frisco at Washington. Again, 
full panic mode. Somehow San Francisco goes on the road, loses to Washington. Oh, my gosh. Think about what we thought Wait, of them. Jacoby Brissett starting Dude, at quarterback? Train wreck. Carolina at Jacksonville. Miami at Baltimore. That's got to be the game of the week. Tennessee, Houston, Pittsburgh, Seattle, Los Angeles, Chargers against Denver, Green Bay at Minnesota. And then you probably heard the uh, Cincinnati Bengals come to Arrowhead Stadium coming up on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday afternoon. We're either going to have a great start to 2024 or there's going to be a lot of people not going out and canceling their plans, depending mm. on how that football game it's a Nance goes. Nance and Romo game, too. Yay. Coming up next, final hour of the show, we bring on Paul Chargy and talk a little fantasy football on 610 Sports Radio. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Got clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 